My name is David Wilfos and I will be talking to people about their lives, hobbies, jobs, likes and dislikes. My guest today is Tom Spencer from Media Club. I hope you enjoy my podcast and I am looking forward to interviewing more people in the future. If you would like to be a guest on the show, you can contact me using the links in the show notes. Here's today's show with my very special guest, Tom Spencer. David Wilberforce interviews. David Wilberforce interviews. Hi, David. Hi, Tom. Could you tell me a bit about your early life? Hi. Well, um, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, um, I'm known locally as an actor and entertainer, and uh, and also a, a writer. And uh, uh, yeah, I've, um, I've I'm I'm 35 years old and I've always had a bit of a uh, interest in uh, the acting um, industry uh, and films. I've always enjoyed uh, you know films since I was very little, and um, yeah, and I also live in Prestatyn. Uh, uh, I live at home with with my mum and dad, and uh, and um, yeah, um, I. Uh, as I say, I've always had um, a good passion for the. Uh, well, I didn't really come into uh, performing until I was about. I mean, doing it, um, taking it seriously since about two thousand and four. So I'd say that's uh, uh, that's say seventeen years this year, isn't it? Seventeen years. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Really and, good. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, I've been doing it since two thousand and four, and. But I've always, you know, um, I used to, you know, when I was younger, I used to um, just uh, see what I saw on television and, and would either just uh, make my own uh, versions of it by drawing uh, pictures mm-hmm. in, in pads and making little stories, yep. illustrations, really or good. I'd um, just take inspiration for what I saw on the on the television and uh, and would just um, make my little stories inspired by what I saw and... Uh, uh, you know, so I've always had a bit of a creative uh, streak inside of me. You know, I always used to sit, to sit in my granddad's um, shop in town in his big office and just uh, mm-hmm. doodle and do uh, some of my own stories and things like that. Yeah. How did you get involved in acting? Well, uh, like I say, it's it's been part of me for for years. Well, for most of my life. Um, it's in my family. Um, my grandfather was on the Trelawney Male Voice Choir uh, as a tenor. Uh, my younger sister, she uh, has done some... Well, she, she used to be a singer and dancer. I think she still does gigs uh, occasionally, uh, but she's gone in more to teaching now. And um, my oldest niece, uh, she uh, sings a little bit as well uh, occasionally. But I think she's also gone the same way as my sister. But... Uh, <laughs> I've um, always just uh, kept hold of the reins, really, to just to plough on with the acting. And uh, yeah. but it's all derived from um, when I was uh, in college. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Um, Which college did you used to go to? Uh, well, uh, first of all, I was in Deeside College. I was there for many years, actually. Uh, as, uh, 
I was on um, the uh, learn difficulty course, and uh, we just ended up going, uh, being allowed to go back every year, year after year. I think yeah. we all um, forgotten a little bit, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, and um, anyway, um, along the way, I studied all sorts, you know, uh, uh, but uh, you know, from IT to, to gardening to uh, mm-hmm. to music and English and uh, and health and safety and things. Uh, but uh, the, the one thing that did stand out for me was was the drama and also a bit of multimedia I did as well. Oh, my. Yeah, and uh, and we used to put on uh, little productions like uh, parodies of soap operas yeah. and things. We called it Emmerender Street. We called it just a combination <laughs> of Coronation Street, East yeah. Enders and Emmerdale. Yeah, uh, and I made up my own characters. I played... I just, I just, I just wrote my own script and I, uh, I played fine. a bit of a villainous Scottish businessman and things. Yeah. Um. How, how have you been involved with tape hijinks and other companies? Can you tell me about some of the work you have done with them? Um. Well, like I say, um, just following on from the uh, question from before um, about about when I was in college and things, I. Uh, uh, I as I said, I kept rolling out a yeah, um, couple of times a year some of these little plays, like James Bond mm-hmm. parodies, soap parodies and things. And, uh, and then somewhere along the line, we got involved with Theatre Clued and collaborated with them. And then um, around about 2010, I uh, I left um, D-Side and went over to Landry, loads of the performing arts. Oh, that's um, nice. So yeah, can you tell uh, me some of the shows you used to do? Well, it took me a couple of years to get uh, um, sorted on the performing arts because I wasn't quite ready when I got there straight away. Mm-hmm. And uh, but um, yeah, but, um, after a couple of years, uh, I got some taster sessions, and yeah. uh, then we had. Um, uh, uh, I, I got a feeling of what it was all about, you know, the mainstream course and all that. It was a bit of a different world from what I was used to with the learning difficulty courses and things but um but yeah yeah i had a bit of a um um i i, I auditioned and uh, i had to be ready for the, uh, for the for the movement side of it the dancing because i'm dyspraxic mm-hmm. and things and yeah, had to be ready for all the paperwork but, and things uh, and we had to yeah. work into the nice and things uh, but we made some shows um oh trying to think now um <laughs> The first Christmas show was called Midnight Wonderland, which was oh, nice. some Wonderland no. sort of show, but a variety show with all sorts of uh, musical oh. numbers in there from different shows. Um, and uh, there was another year when I, um, another Christmas show, when I played a role of, um, it wasn't Oliver or anything, but I did play Bill Sykes in a little uh, <laughs> musical number um, in in in. in in one of the shows, uh, it hurt my throat a bit. But one of my favourite parts I played was a uh, in my level two show. I played um, oh, uh, um, a show was called Chimera. And it was all about mm-hmm. mixed personalities, split personalities, and I played no. this uh, this character of um, a um, a mad king, and uh, uh, just he just ruled by his own um, <laughs> laws and things, and. Uh, and that's something I really enjoyed—a bit of a comedy part, and and I've always loved doing comedy and things. Um, but yeah, um, I finished in the college side of things in 2016, so 
then that leads me on to when I went to hijinks. I'd already been part of tape for many for many years, um, and um, and with tape, I'd um, uh, I think if I remember rightly, my social worker recommended that I go to tape uh, um, and uh, and tryouts and. Uh, and um, then within a few months of being there, I realised that uh, I was able to have an outlet into my presenting side and into the voiceover side in the studio and uh, and um, have podcasts. And uh, we've always done um, films as well. Um, we've, mm. um, up until recent years, we've, been, we've mainly specialised in the shorter films, but now we're, but now we're going into the... Um, into feature films now. Um, we did British Winters, which was from um, based on a story written by Andy Andy Pearson, who's who's recently left tape, unfortunately. And uh, I had a little cameo role in that, and it was all about a young man who had a bit of a nervous breakdown um, uh, and saw the world in a negative view at Christmas time, and. Uh, and it, and it's impacted his his family life and his and his love life and his and, oh, uh, and jobs and things, and I appear at the end reading a eulogy in the uh, in the church in a funeral, and um, I remember uh, that uh, I was given a script and I was asked just to roll with it and, and improvise and I love to improvise so I, <laughs> I tried to make it up as I went along. Oh. It's only a one one or two minute scene or, or something, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, but I gave it my all. And then, and then a couple of years ago, we were in um, our second feature film, which uh, which Steve Steve Swindon uh, has um, has been heavily involved in. Um, I think he wrote it, a, a horror film called Approaching Shadows, which uh, mm-hmm. which and this starred um, the main actress was Serena Evans, a character actress. Uh, she was hev- she was uh, heavily um, known for sitcoms like. Um, the Thin Blue Line, where she played Rowan Atkinson's sergeant's girlfriend, um, uh, Sergeant Dawkins. And she was also in a little lesser known role, but she was quite significant with Nicholas Lindhurst in The Piglet Files uh, spy comedy from the 1990s. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Um, and then that was wonderful um, film uh, because it gave me a chance to play a villain and uh, you know I just got my own costume together and about these villains that go around in a van and capture people and uh, do horrible things and you know it's, uh, yeah I mean I mean I had to do a few quite uh, well the film's not um, come out yet uh, That's fine. It's not quite finished but I've been having to do things like putting um, little hula hoops inside uh, inside uh, Bits of cheese, I remember in the caravan one day, and and having to go up to people with uh, with um, I don't think what it was now with pretend baseball bats that sort yeah, of thing, that, and, yeah. uh, and just just grab them and uh, and scenes of paramedics and yeah. even in yeah, but uh, yeah, that's been um, another highlight that has, and uh, <clears throat> yeah, and after the coronavirus is, has. Um, has swept away uh, to the best it can. We're going to be working on another film uh, with tape and, as we mentioned, hijinks together. 
called Containing Safety when I'm playing a carrier and uh, <laughs> it's all about snooker and one of our guest stars is going to be um, Dennis Taylor, the snooker player. Uh, yeah, But that's upcoming, that's not been filmed yet. So we've been waiting for the COVID to, to subside, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Please, my next question, that very yeah. nicely. How was show business impacted during coronavirus? Well, as I've said, um, for uh, for quite a long time now, I've been with tape and with hijinks, and uh, and hijinks is 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 the um, academy um, for drama mainly, where we do movements and a bit of singing, and uh, they've gone into film now as well. Um, and it's mainly for people with learning difficulties there, um, you know, various difficulties from Down syndrome to autism to, yeah, to people who just need a little bit of support. So, um, and um, and uh, we've done some great shows with them. We've done the, uh, in 2017, the, the Unity Festival um, in Carnarvon and mm-hmm. uh they did a production called Boho, which I really wanted to be in a few years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm hoping they revive it, and I'll, I'll ask if I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just ventured into feature films themselves. And two years ago, we went to Cardiff and did the Matthew Pennell show, which was their first... Uh, uh, it was a half-hour film, so it was... Um, and it was all about the learning difficulty people taking over the entertainment industry in the not too distant future. And I play this um, film director that's gone missing, and uh, I'm, I'm found drunk having a nervous breakdown <laughs> in the cupboard. <laughs> I have to clean up my act. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we've um, ventured into that, and then we did the Mission Control, which was our big show for the 50th anniversary of the moon landings. In, yeah. In um, in 2019 in Cardiff, and I played um, like a rebel leader, which was a, a bit of a bit of an aristocratic um, uh, <laughs> a, a sort of character called Lord Bartholomew, yeah, again that's... inside a caravan, in, but this time in, in the underground car park of the uh, Millennium Stadium we filmed in. Yeah, that leads me to the next question as well. How was yeah. you, who, who are you sure? How are show businesses? Inspirations. Well, like I said, in during this um, time of coronavirus, I've been watching quite a few of them on television <laughs> uh, because, like I said, um, this coronavirus has impacted so many things, hasn't it? Um, and it's not least of all the entertainment industry. On top of the pubs, the shops, the <laughs> mental health, the hospitals, mm-hmm. um, and it's but but one thing has hit me the hardest besides. You know, um, a lack of of um, freedom, um, mm-hmm. to, so to speak, for, you know, for for a year or so. Uh, this, uh, you know, just not being able just to go to the theatre and to the pictures, and even mm-hmm. love the restaurants and the and the hospitality and pubs. I left a gaping hole in my life, and I know there's more important things going on. Like people have lost their livelihoods and their lives, uh. but. Uh, <sighs> um, I feel that oh, it's just um, I've had opportunities on Zoom, quite a lot of opportunities, um, but I can't wait to get back in the room. You know, as soon as I'm given the green light to get back on the bus, <laughs> I can't even go on the bus at the moment. It's uh, I'll be off and away, ready to do some more, take on the yeah. world again. You know, um, 
that uh, I've been on Zoom a lot in the last <laughs> year or so with hijinks, with tape, with uh, with other people as well. And um, I've loved it, but it's just the 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 situation is just very different. It's like <laughs> I'm interacting with friends, but uh, not the same as just looking at my my device talking to a piece of plastic, which is uh, and I'm like, not, come not on, the same though, is this, it? Uh, not the same as it. It's not no. the same as that. No, but uh, but one good thing is I've made some new contacts uh, through um, through uh, Zoom in the lockdown, and that is um, I've um, managed to get um, uh, onto Insight, which is the app, and you're on there, aren't you, David? Yeah, I'm uh, on there. Uh, yeah. As Tom said, we're both with Gigwitties as well. We're both yeah. would love to meet you. So if yeah. people want to come over to any of them, we can yeah. pass early. On Jade's email address is on to you, so yeah, yeah. I know, I know some great opportunities I've had there with gig buddies, so they're gonna mm-hmm. pair me up with someone to go and uh, and see shows, and uh, and I'd love to meet you as well, uh, which is more of the dating side of things. So, you know, <laughs> not trying to promote myself or anything, but it's uh, you know, uh, you know, any ladies out there, uh, we'll see anyway. <laughs> But yeah, as I say, um, with um, this, this this wretched lockdown we've been in, uh, apart from Zoom, it's one other opportunity I've had, and this is an opportunity I could have in normal times anyway. It's just watching television, really, and uh, and I've seen some of my inspirations on there, and some of my show business inspirations. Uh, I love Robert De Niro, and uh, he's very iconic with some of his films, and like The Godfather, and Taxi Driver, and Goodfellas. Uh, Robin Williams, someone else is I take oh, a major inspiration out of. He's uh, very, very diverse with comedy and dramatic roles and stand-up and impro. David Jason, I love uh, through Fools and Horses and, and Frost and Open All Hours, what have you. There are so many. Dick Van Dyke's another favourite of mine. He's always inspired me from Mary Poppins and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I love some of the old comedians, Arthur Lowe, Ronnie Barker, and, yeah. um, and Sammy Davis Jr. and Bruce Forsyth. And, yeah. Oh, all, my. Yeah, yeah. And we're all the same. We're all different. Yeah. yeah. yeah many inspirations, yeah. What is your favourite role you have played? Oh, there's been so many. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Um, um must be so many. I mean, I've mentioned a few already. I've mentioned I played Bill Sykes, and uh, I've also played Fagin in a production of Oliver with another organisation called Cunig, which I belong to. uh, That's in Denby. Um, And we do music and drama uh, every once or twice a year. I'm involved in it. It's it's, it's like relaxed environments, and I'm helping the ladies in charge to build up these shows and... Uh, yeah, and uh, and, I, and I help the people learn difficulties uh, to, uh, you know, along with a script and take one of the lead roles. So mm-hmm. I've done all sorts. I've played Professor Higgins in My Fair Lady. I've played Fagin in Oliver. Wow. I've played Bert in Mary Poppins. Uh, in little productions we've done over the years. Uh, um, and they've always given me free reign to do uh, things like that. Um <laughs> Yeah, like I say, I've enjoyed approaching shadows. I've enjoyed uh, um, yep. uh, so many films. Uh, and the time you come as well. But yeah, next yeah. one. What? 
in the future like working in um, most enjoy working in film, TV, radio or theatre well I don't know because I um, I've, I admit that I'm a bit of an all round entertainer so it's uh, they've all got different um, appeals you know with some of these uh, different genres and industries um, yeah the um, my favourite medium I don't know. If I was, uh, I do work for Radio D side as well as as well as yeah. the tape, and I've got my own radio show there, and it's just great just to be sat in the studio and just uh, doing a live broadcast. You know, sitting over coffee and just going through your research and uh, and occasionally having a guest in and things. That's and that's uh, wonderful. You know, it's just uh, it's just like. Um, you know, sometimes I love this feeling of it being the Tom show. Sometimes <laughs> in there, it actually is. You know, yeah, that's good. Oh, that's really good. Uh, but I also love um, the film side of it. It can be a bit choppy, you know, the film side, you know, with yeah. a bit confusing with like a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, yeah. The end result's wonderful. But I suppose Face was probably wonderful because I love to, to interact with the audience and sing to them and uh, tell them a few jokes and... Uh, and hearing, um, I know it sounds it's a bit of a cliche, but OTT, but uh, you know, I'll, I, I do like the applause, you know, with um, you know, and uh, people yeah, um, reacting to what you're saying, and you know, <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm the same, so yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. my first one, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah, so they're all, they've all got different appeals, really. Yeah. Um, if I was doing a voiceover, I love the feeling of bringing a cartoon character to life, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. What, what do you think? Do you think there should be more opportunities for people with autism or learning disabilities to access the entertainment industry? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it just depends what he wants to do, really, isn't it? Because um, as I say, you know, places like Tape, Hijinks, Cunning, uh, they've all um, been good to me, uh, especially. Uh, but they've um, generally been good to the wider community. Uh, they've been good to well, everyone. Um, I mean, the tape has also been good to you as well, hasn't it, uh, David? Oh, yeah. Uh, the tape's um, been really good to me. It's thanks yeah. to Steve Swindon, who's in the background. That's right. Helping me and Tom today. It's a big, <laughs> huge thank you to him and the media club. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, mm. um, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, it, it gives people an outlet, really, doesn't it? Because uh, I don't really um, agree with, um, you know, um, if there's somebody that's has trouble speaking their own mind or speaking out and they and they're saying that uh, they're trying to say I want to do this that and the other or <laughs> yeah, yeah help with them. their lives in their own way then it's just uh, uh, and they've got support there just dis- deciding for them it's, uh, it's wrong the case you should do it really, yourself um, they should be allowed to to try their best to speak out uh, as best as they can and just say I want to be in the entertainment industry or yeah. I want to be a chef or I want to be a mechanic or a librarian or or a ha- hairdresser or whatever you know um yeah. and uh, you know um i think that people with difficulties have uh, the right to do uh, you know whatever they want to do uh, for the uh, and you know the more the better if if they want to come into the entertainment industry that's wonderful you know uh, it's uh, probably even give them um, cuz i've noticed in hygiene it gives people that have had in the past um, trouble mm-hmm. speaking out and confidence and things. It gives them a boost, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if anything, you know. Uh, yeah, so uh, 
yeah, I think you know, um, yeah, there should be more to do with that. There should be more opportunities out there, really. Yeah, yeah. More what we've got, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. What are your ambitions? Oh, for the future, um, yeah, ambitions. Well, I just want to keep on making, um, some great productions with tape and with hijinks and writing some of my own things and bringing them forwards. It's just been very hard trying to get things finished, especially in the last year where everything going on. I was hoping the lockdown would have given me a, a um, opportunity to get some work done. Um, mm-hmm. So everything, you know, with everything falling apart, you know, privately <laughs> and, and, and around the world, it's been so difficult. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm determined to get these things done. And that's why part of the reason I can't wait to go back in the room. Um, but I'm hoping to bring uh, some, uh, you know, some films forward and and some shows and uh, take part in anything that's uh, going to be put on the table to me. And I'd also love to have my own uh, agents. There's a lady in hijinks called Ellen Groves, and she helps to find people some some work. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I also need somebody outside of hijinks hours as well because she only uh, deals with uh, hijinks business. Mm-hmm. She works with a company, um, so I could do with uh, somebody, you know, to um, yeah, to find uh, some diverse roles because I want to play all sorts. I want to play villains, <laughs> heroes, uh, do some sounds, musicals. It sounds really good. Whatever you're doing anyway. So yeah, so, sounds really good. Whatever you're doing anyway. Yeah, but you know, I just uh, I'd like never to say just, never. Yeah. Because if the opportunity's out there, take them out, take yeah. them with both hands. I always say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take on the West End, Broadway, <laughs> <I'd> love, <you laughs> take, on, take on the radio stations. That you... oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah. some BBC stuff, some ITV stuff, and yeah, and uh, yeah. I'd love to become, Guy. you know, just make myself. I, I don't want to be massive or anything, but you know. <laughs> Make myself, you know, a bit of a bit of a household name, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, but I don't want to mm. be humongous. I don't want to be like like to the silly levels that Michael Jackson or anyone like that was or anything. No, uh, no. but um, to be a household name or um, or just to be known on both sides of the Atlantic for singing and acting and mm-hmm. comedy and voiceovers and presenting. Yeah. I mean, you know, and just and just make my bread and butter through doing that. Then it's fine <laughs> and dandy to me. Yeah. Um, I was I just going to say yeah, that's. Um, before we move on to the next, to the next question, uh, I've probably said this in most of my interviews. My philosophy is that uh, there's people out there that do their regular jobs, such as um, yeah. working in pubs or working yeah. as police officers or working as in construction yeah. or shops or whatever. And uh, then people, when they get home, they need to either have a good night out or night in, don't they? And so... Uh, <laughs> And I think people in the entertainment industry can provide that, don't they? Yeah, they can provide a good night out in the theatre and the cabaret for people that want to come out and have a drink and watch a show and a meal. Yeah. Or they just want to sit down and relax and watch television, mm. read a book, watch a film, listen to some music or some radio. Yeah. And I think that's what our role is, you know, in life. You know, we're providing uh, relaxation and entertainment out of hours for the working people. Mm-hmm. Next question. What is next for Tom Spencer? Well, as I said, just a film containing safety with tape. Um, I'm hoping to be back on Radio D side soon, uh, doing some uh, more shows. But I have to work from home in a moment. So uh, um, back in hijinks soon as well. It's, 
everything's a little bit up in the air because of COVID and all that. But it was, uh, as I said, I need to sort of create some of my own things as well. Uh, so, because I'm not really going to be told anything until I'm back in the rooms, really. But there is, I think there was something, uh, a um, spin-off of the Mission Control hygiene production that I did in the works uh, with my character. But I don't know if that's expired now because of COVID, because it was supposed to be last year. Um, mm. But, um, yeah, and I've just got some some productions that need finishing. I was working with developer Attics on Sweet Charity before mm-hmm. covid um, Put an end to all that, and I don't know if that's going to be up and running again anytime soon. But if it does, I'll need finishing. Uh, I was doing the Koenig production of Cinderella, which was a late pantomime we were doing oh. early last year, and I was going to be playing the, the wicked stepmother doing a bit of drag, <laughs> which I <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm hoping that'll be finished as well. Um, so really, uh, all I know is it's just going to be uh, things that needs to be finished. Really, yeah. Um, um, um do get some auditions with hijinks. Uh, only only this morning I was auditioning for a advert for the Liverpool Football Club. Which oh my! Sent over. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm just trying to think what else is, uh, there is coming up. As I say, uh, I'm really going to know you can't think of it all. I'm back in room, really. Yeah. Sorry. Is that much? You can't think of it all. Well, it's not. That I can't think of it. It's just that it's so up in the air because of coronavirus. No, yeah, I'm not really going to know for sure until I'm back in the rooms. Yeah, yeah. And I have something new pitched so all... to me, or just going to say, let's finish this off, or whatever it is, you know. So that's all the questions I have for you today. That's thank fine. you, Tom, for yeah, being my it's a pleasure. Thank you for being, thank you, Tom, for being my very special guest today. Thanks for listening okay. to my first ever podcast. Hopefully, there will be many more to come. You can get in touch using the links in the show notes and don't forget to subscribe. See you later. Thank you. And thank you very much, Tom, again. It's all right. David Wilberforce's interviews. David Wilberforce's interviews. David Wilberforce's interviews. Who's with you today? Who's with you today? I'm here. Is David.